welcome to Crossroads and Cauldrons. We are three witches with jobs, families, and busy lives just like you. We talk about weaving the web of community, practicing magic, and life in the Deep South. Hey everybody, this is Selena. And Luna. And Aoife. How are you ladies tonight? Good? good. Awesome. Good. I'm recovering from Pisces. Still. 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 It's still Pisces. It's still and when Pisces. this episode airs, it'll still be Pisces. And we're going to have a Leo moon also when this airs. And I don't know how I'm going to feel about that. But right now we have a Gemini moon. And I don't know how I feel about that. I don't either. I don't it's some messed up stuff. Yeah. yeah. Pisces. This month has been... Mm. Mm. Pisces is kicking my butt. It's, kick, it's been kicking my ass as well. Mm-hmm. But I would say in a good way, but I'm not at that point yet. <laughs> so right now it's just like, mm. that's where I am. So I guess we should talk about the thing. We're doing the fourth section in our Witch's Pyramid series. And this one is really interesting. This one is to keep silent. Um, so as we mentioned in previous episodes, if you haven't listened first, you know, go listen. Uh, but also the witch's pyramid or the four powers of the magi are from the book, um, transcendental magic by, I'm not going to say it cause I don't have a French accent. Say it, Aoife. By Eliphas Levy. That's beautiful. Oh, I love it when she does that. I do too. Okay, great. So, um, <laughs> The idea behind the Witch's Pyramid is that these are the basically the four requirements for any kind of magical working. It doesn't matter what your tradition is, what your background is. If you want to work magic, you need these, these parts together to have successful magic. So this is the fourth part. Um, and to keep silent is um, aligned with the element of earth. So when I think about that, I think about... If you've ever been like in a cave or in the deep places of the world, not like out where there's bugs and birds and things like that, but that deep stillness and silence from just being within the earth, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's yeah. that it's that sort of tomb feeling, you know? That's mm-hmm. what I think about when I think to keep silent being related to the earth element. Um so the the main idea behind this concept is that you are to keep the details of your spell work silent. You're not supposed to talk about your magic or what you're working on or what your spell is. You're not supposed to share it with anybody, right? particularly not with anybody that's outside of your coven or wasn't present at the working and things like that. And mm-hmm. so this is kind of a, uh, I'm not going to say a really super controversial topic, but like everything, there's there's back and forth about what this means. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, and we're going to talk about some of the sort of downsides of this idea later on too. So let's talk about why it's a good idea to keep your spell work silent. So one of, one of the main reasons is that, um, if you're talking about your spell work, you've done this magic, you've done this working, you've put together this spell and now you're out and you're telling all your friends that you did this spell. Well, what you're doing is you're reconnecting to that energy and you're calling some of it back to you. You know, um, and we talked in, I don't know which episode, one of them about, <laughs> you know, how you, how to direct energy and send right. it out. Um, so you're basically directing some of it back towards yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's not really what you want to do at that point. You want it to go out and do its work and then come back. So let's talk about that. Any stories about that? Oh, I've got stories anyway, but y'all go <laughs> <laughs> guys. This is so important. Don't, Talk about it. You've got a story right the, now, don't you? I made the mistake. <laughs> I made learn from Eva's mistakes. Okay, <laughs> here's here's the deal. I'm gonna talk about it right now because I've already talked <laughs> about it and it's fucked up. Okay, it hasn't backfired. It has not backfired. The magic has not backfired, but me talking about it has backfired. I I, I did some magic. And it's prosperity magic. And I told my husband about it because it affects him. You know, I'm wanting, you know, like, hey, let's do some prosperity to get out of debt. You know, we're going to pay off our student loans. It's going to be awesome. 
So I did this wonderful spell for it. And because he is also a recipient of the boon of the magic, I shared it with him thinking, oh, he's going to be super excited about it. Yeah. Okay. So he's (laughs) like, his whole perspective is that'll be cool if it works. If. But what has happened, exactly, if. What has happened since I told him is every single little thing that has come up, like every little emergency, like we, if somebody has to go to the doctor or, you know, some major thing, you know, well, can we afford that? Are we going to, are, are we going to meet your goal? That's what he keeps saying. Are we going to meet your goal? And I keep telling him, stop, stop doubting it. Stop talking about it. You're calling the magic back. And he's like, that's not how it works. And I was like, that's exactly how it works. Because he doesn't understand magic, ladies and gentlemen. My husband (laughs) is not a witch. I love him dearly, but he's not a witch. But I shared this with him, thinking that because he was also going to be the recipient, that he would be on board. He is not. And because he doesn't know the rules of let it go, send it off with joy, and let it come to fruition, it's sabotaging, and I'm just like, no, don't do it. So learn from my mistake. Stay silent, please. Well, yes, and I, I agree with you on that. And I actually have um, similar but opposite opposite outcome um, because I have also done prosperity magic. I guess, I don't know, uh, Adam is... He knows enough not to do that. Um, and there's been times that I have done prosperity magic for my family and, you know, told him about it. Or he would come and ask me. He'd be like, hey, can you do, do, it, do your thing and um, get us some extra money? And I'd be like, all right, I'll do my thing. And, um, and he notices. And he'll be like, oh, look, I found 50 cents on the ground today. I prospered. It's working. You know, and just like little things like that. So it's kind of the opposite. So it's all about kind of the mindset of who you're talking to, which you never know necessarily how somebody is going to respond. But, you know, husbands can be taught. Some of them. <laughs> they can. They can be taught. I'm trying. You're going to get through it. I mean, you know, maybe, maybe redo that one. I don't know. Yeah. You're mad about it. And then then it affects you too, though, Mm -hmm. because it affects your feelings about it and it makes you think about it. So, yeah. It's true. Fortunately, I put a timer on this one. Oh, good. So I will be able to gauge whether or not it's become a dud by that time frame. Oh, that's good. I hope it's it's Stay tuned. (laughs) Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. Once we reach that point, I'll let you know. (laughs) (laughs) Then she'll talk about it. Right. Yes. Well, it comes down to, I don't really have a story, but it reminded me of something. You remember when you were a kid and you went to blow out your candles on your cake? Oh, yeah, yeah. And then people said, don't tell us what you wish for. Of course, everyone goes, what do you wish for? I know. know. Mm -hmm. Like, shut up. Don't say anything. If you tell, it won't come true. Right? Yeah. So I think it works along those same lines. It is. I mean, I think that tradition comes from, you know. Magical lore. Maybe. Right. Maybe that's just nice for me to think that. Little birthday candle magic does. for all the children. Yeah, I think it um, does. But yeah, I mean, people's, people's thoughts affect things. Like, that's kind of how magic works, right? right? So, yeah, of course, if somebody's aware of the work you're doing and they're going to have thoughts about it and they're, or just even just thinking about it at all, even in a nice way or in a mm-hmm. beneficial way, um, isn't necessarily going to aid your magic and it could still, you know, recall some of it. Right. And it can disappoint the person who you did it for. So I wouldn't tell them. Yeah. I mean, and, and on, Oh, what was I going to say? Well, and, and it's different if they are present while it's happening because they are equally invested in the work energetically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think there definitely are benefits of keeping the details of your spell work to yourself, mm-hmm. um, you know, at least until it has, you know, come to pass, let it be a surprise. you know, yeah. Let it, and, <laughs> and there's also the fact that you're not stressing about it and right. thinking about it all the time. Cause that's a big part of it is you do the work and you let it go. Right. You know, you're not worrying about it. You've already told the universe, this is my reality. 
if you're sitting there thinking about it becoming your reality, then it's not your reality. Mm -hmm. And you're counteracting your own work. Right. You know? So put it out there and then live it. Live Mm -hmm. it like it's now and it will be now. Mm -hmm. So thank you for taking that one for us, Aoife. Yeah. Yeah, no problem. (laughs) I'm just talking about it. Taking one for the team. I'm I'm talking about it, telling people to not talk about it. But, you know, it's all right. You can always redo it. Well, you didn't I tell them it. the specifics, though. I didn't tell the specifics, but whatever. It's it's good. It's good. You can see she's already developed feelings about it. Right. See what happens? What happens? <laughs> Pisces. Oh, my God, Pisces, though. All you of know, my feelings the, over here. I like people that are Pisces. But yes. I don't know how they live like this all the time. I'm just saying. It's, just not, saying. it's not for me. <laughs> and that's okay. Um, okay, so uh, here's another... Here's another talking point about keeping silent. Um, when you do speak, um, it's important to acknowledge and recognize the power of words and the power behind words. Like words not only have meaning, you know, within the dictionary, obviously their symbol, their shape, the shape of the letters has meaning. Um, they have different meanings to different people, different groups of people. Mm -hmm. So words have power behind them. And, when you are speaking all the time, not just about your spell work in particular, because I think to the the corner of to keep silent goes beyond just work, doing your spell work. Like, I think it affects you at all times, you know, um, mm-hmm. whether you are, whatever you're saying, you have to be aware of if you're te- if you're speaking truthfully, if you are spreading kindness, if if what you're saying is necessary, um, that's a big hang up for me because I'm a Sagittarius, and sometimes I feel like people don't know stuff, and it's obvious, so I should point it out to them, and I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. Um, Little Miss Know It All. I, no, it's not. Well, okay, Sagittarius, <laughs> we do know, and that's the infuriating part. I think for uh, for everyone, <laughs> we we often do, um, but that doesn't mean we've got to point it out to people because often they already know, gotcha. and that's the lesson for Sagittarius. <laughs> All you Sagittarius out there, just try keeping silent once in a while. Let's see what happens. Um, but yeah, so 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 recognizing the power of the words that you say and the power of withholding them of not sharing that information, of letting some, letting other people experience their journey. Even if you see something, you know, that maybe they're not aware of. Mm -hmm. You've all met people that are just not self-aware, right? Like they have a complete misconception of themselves. And, you know, you're like, I got to tell you because you don't know this about yourself. Mm-hmm. So sometimes withholding that information and letting them experience whatever, you know, they're bringing upon themselves, that's a better lesson for them than you pointing it out. Does right. that make sense? Yeah, because they learn from experience. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you're, that's part of their journey. And, and sometimes withholding your words and remaining silent even when you see potential hardships coming someone's way can benefit them, you know, because a lot of times people don't want to hear it and they're not ready to hear it. You know what I'm talking about? Right. Or they mm-hmm. just may not. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> and then they're mad at you. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And stay out of it. That's that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Anything to say, ladies? I think you hit the nail on the head. (laughs) I think so, too. She really made a really good point there. Yep. Well, and then, you know, there's other aspects of the way that you use words, Um, particularly self-talk. And I know we talk about this a little bit in Mm -hmm. pretty much everything. But the way you use words against yourself and against others, when you think all those, you know, nasty little discordant thoughts about yourself or your abilities or your smarts or your looks or whatever it is. Right. You are, you know, you're creating, you're manifesting those things Mm -hmm. and it affects your magic. It affects your power. It affects your self-esteem. It affects everything. And the same thing towards other people when you're, even if they're not in the room, even if Mm -hmm. they can't hear you, when you're talking about people, they, you're, you're connecting to them. You're connecting to their energy. You're casting that, those thought forms out 
their direction. Mm-hmm. So you are. your words matter always. Not even just, well, this person's not here, so now I'm going to talk about them. It's not, that's not how it works. What you say, especially as a witch, I mean, especially as someone who has been growing and working and increasing their power and, you know, telling the universe, you know, do as I say. Well, are your words in alignment with your will, with what you actually want to happen? Because if they're not, the universe is going to be like, you talk so much shit, I don't know what you want. <laughs> I mean, sure. really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to need y'all to start talking. Y'all are being very good at being silent. Are you doing this on purpose? <laughs> is this a setup? <laughs> well, it comes down, I mean, it's, you know, we're kind of getting a lesson to it at the same time. We've got to watch the negative self-talk. We can't, mm-hmm. you can't talk to yourself like that. So you need to talk to yourself as you would your child, mm-hmm. I mean, unless you're abusive to your child, then right. knock that <laughs> off too. I certainly hope you're not, but <laughs> I mean that's my hope. But right, it happens, <laughs> right? But uh, yeah, your your words make your words have meaning. Your words have an effect far far more than you absolutely think yeah. that they do. And even you know, like I said, even if it's not heard, even if it's your it's your intention. own words, and in you know, mm-hmm. you're a witch, right? The intention behind it. If you're sitting there saying, "I hate this person." Well, what do you? What kind of energy are you putting out there towards them, and what's gonna be coming back towards you? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, right? So sometimes it's best to just, you know, keep your mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, a lot of this takes a lot of self control. Mm-hmm. It takes mm-hmm. a lot of self control, and it takes it takes a lot of. I'm gonna go back to willpower because it does take a bit of willpower to undo years and years of programming from society where we're taught that if you think that you look pretty well then you're vain you're conceited if you think good things about yourself you're full of yourself and so Mm -hmm. we start to feel bad about feeling good about ourselves so Mm -hmm. it takes some undoing to say you know what that's bullshit I like my hair today or, you know what, I look really good in this dress. Or, I'm feeling really good about myself today. And I have started, because I'm such a sassy pants, I've started actually what? back-talking. <laughs> I've started back-talking my bad voice in my head. The second I start good. thinking like, oh, you know, nobody really likes you or whatever. You know, whatever that bad voice is saying that day. You know, I always just say, shut up, everybody loves me. It's true, and that's and that's kind of it. Does take um a a, a lot, I'm a, a lot of discipline to turn that around. I actually, if you can believe it, ladies, was extremely insecure in no. my youth. Like I know you can't even believe it, can you? No. Um, up until gosh, my late twenties, I was Lies. extremely insecure, and it and you guys both know me so you know that I'm exceptionally talented um, <laughs> but but I could never see that and that's part of why I developed so many skills in so many areas is mm-hmm. because I was constantly looking for approval and like feeling like I'm not worthy so I have to make myself worthy to people worthy mm-hmm. of friendship worthy of whatever worthy of love and if I can produce and do and learn enough and be enough then then I will be worthy. And mm-hmm. it, you know, it was through my witchcraft training and through my, you know, meditating and journaling and deep, mm-hmm. deep soul work right. that I was able to, you know, tell that person inside me, hey, you know, mm-hmm. you don't have to perform like a monkey for everyone. Right. You are good enough the way you are. And then it, it was, it was like, I don't know. It took it took forever to get to that point. Mm-hmm. And I had to start by changing my thoughts and changing my words. And whenever I was thinking, "Ugh, your hair looks like crap today." You know, and <laughs> you know what? Sometimes it does. It's curly, so that happens. But um, <laughs> you know, like reframe it. Just be mm-hmm. like, "Let's do something different with your hair today." Right. You know, instead of labeling myself as I'm ugly or I am this or I am that. Right. Change the words, change the change what you're manifesting for yourself. Mhm. You know, um, it's so it's it's the number one thing that you can do. Like that's the first the first step. Break down your your language towards yourself mm-hmm. and others and everything. Like when you're complaining about every little thing that happens in your life, 
that's all you're seeing. That's all you're focused on. That's where your energy is going. It's, it's crazy. And we don't even realize how much we use our words in that way. Right. I mean, especially online, like you're seeing everybody, you wake up every morning and check your Facebook, right? Everybody. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And you're seeing this person's sick and that person's this, and this uh-huh. person's mad at this person and this, 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 and everybody's complaining. Cause it's funny, right? It's hilarious. Um, you know, I, I do it too, but <laughs> it's, it's crazy how we use our words that way and to tear each other down. And as witches, we have to really, really be aware of what we're putting out because mm-hmm. there's power behind our words. Right. Um, so yeah, and we just use them as weapons against ourselves. Right. That's not cool. Well, you I know what's wonderful? You... <laughs> you just cut her off. I'm, I'm, so I'm sorry. Gonna tell go you to ahead, pause. <laughs> Luna, no, she cut you off, Luna. Yeah, you go. It's all right. Just real quick. Um, Mirror talk. Have y'all ever done that? Stand in the mirror and kind of give yourself a pep talk and you Mm -hmm. feel really, really stupid. Yeah. Yeah. And you do it for a couple of days and you don't feel so stupid after a while, though. And when you have to look in the mirror and be like, I love you. Right. And then you suddenly start crying and you realize... You realize how like shitty you've been to yourself, right? Like in a self abusive relationship. Exactly. Yeah. To me, that's your first step of embracing your own power. Mm -hmm. Because if you can be that nice to yourself, just imagine how nice you can be to everybody else. If you can help yourself, you can help others. I learned that a long time ago. If you cannot take care of yourself, you cannot take care of anyone else, and that means in every fashion. Mental, spiritually, emotionally, physically, you know, you mm-hmm. just, you just can't. And I know there's a lot of moms out there that, that have learned this lesson the hard way like I did. I did too. You, I'm you still can't, learning. <laughs> yeah, you can't, you just can't take care of anybody until you take care of yourself. If mom's sick or mom ain't happy, nobody happy. So. That's true. Yeah, and that's you, my whole point. you made me think of, of something too. A lot of people are looking for you know, looking for love, looking for acceptance, looking mm-hmm. for this, looking for that. And it's kind of like, but you don't give that to yourself. Like right. it's right there. Mm-hmm. You can have all the love and acceptance that you need mm-hmm. because you can give that to yourself. Right. And I know it kind of maybe sounds cliche. It's it's literally not. Um, But if you can't find it inside you, mm-hmm. you're never going to find it outside. Right. And and just think of, that important. you're 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 actually broadcasting that negativity to everyone around you and it makes them feel the same way about you. So mm-hmm. if you if you're negative about your own self and you hate yourself, I know. everyone around you feels that too. It's like walking into a room and a really good example, someone you know, everybody's laughing and having a good time. Someone who's really pissed off walks in the room and what happens? The whole energy. Everybody of the gets room quiet goes down. and yeah. everything drops, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's the same thing. If you have negative self talk and you're putting that out there, everyone around you is gonna feel it too. So stop it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That that's, <laughs> and that's in Mama Luna's advice. Stop it. Knock Just it stop off. it right now. All right, what were you gonna say, Eva? <laughs> Oh, I was going to comment on the online thing that yes. you were talking about with just the negativity online, especially in any comments section of any social media platform out I there. I don't read those. <laughs> oh, my goodness, people. There's some Here's really the mean deal. people out there. There are some mean people out there. Here's the deal. When you see something online that you don't like... You know what I do? I remain mm-hmm. silent. Just move along. I, I remain silent. You remain you silent? What? don't have to comment. It's if true. it's mean, if it's nasty, what are you really hoping to accomplish? Are you really, do you really think that you're going to change anyone's mind? No. You're right. I, I try so hard not to engage. And I actually am successful at not engaging. But I will say for myself... If I see some racist, some homophobic, some shit, I'm going to say something and then I'm going to delete you so I don't have to deal with you. <laughs> but I Black. will be saying, this is bullshit. You, mm-hmm. you wrong for that. Yeah. And then I will. Right. And then block. Then I will block <laughs> them. But yes, I see what you're, what you're saying. Just engaging. Engaging. My, in a, now in my, just a disagreement. My one, in, one exception is when these people pack these people. my friends 
Facebook accounts and they oh, come yeah. at me on Messenger trying to scam me, which this happened the other day and I sent screenshots to Selena. It was hilarious. I troll the fuck out of these people to the point where they get so mad they start cursing me out and I just have but a good you old weren't, time. If you, if you look back at the message, you were impeccable with your words. I there really was. was. I was not true. mean. <laughs> I was not mean to them at all. I just tra-la-la along until they get so mad that they start cursing me out. But by that time, I've already reported them. And then, boop, block. Yeah, that is, that is, um, I would have to say, although that is very much fun. Well, and you were, you were not saying things that weren't even true at at all. You were, they just get angry when you mention witchcraft. Yeah. (laughs) So, it's still something to think about, though. Are you are you using your words to their full capacity? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Social media. Social um, media. I love hate it. I hate love it. It's one of those situations. Um, so this brings me to a good question. One of the really, really the most beneficial part of being silent is not just in the silence itself and that you're controlling your words and how they're used and where they go. But it's that when you are silent, you have the ability to listen, to actively listen, and to increase your awareness, out, even outside of listening, you know? Everybody knows because they're listening. Um, <laughs> but, but you have, gosh, I had, um, what did I do? I spent, and it's difficult as a parent. I would do this lo- for longer periods of time if I wasn't momming and the children, you know, get really worried when I don't right. talk. <laughs> um, but I spent 24 hours in silence. And it was really interesting to watch the way that people reacted to me mm-hmm. and attempted to communicate with me. And what I noticed outside of my own increased listening and increased perception of people's meanings and things like that um people around me that tried to communicate with me started listening harder does that make sense mm-hmm. like they were more engaged with my attempts to communicate and more precise in their attempts to communicate with me mm-hmm. it's like they started using a lot fewer words right and only talking to me when it was necessary to talk to me mm-hmm. because it was irritating that I couldn't talk back <laughs> to them. So, you know, instead of taking the opportunity of finally she's quiet, I'm going to tell her everything that's ever been in my mind. Everyone else is quieter too. Mm-hmm. It was very interesting. It was an in- interesting experience. And I was kind of surprised. I thought it would I would suffer, you know, and I would want to talk every five seconds. But I didn't. It was really, I really did have, after just like, the first couple of hours I had, it was frustrating at first, but mm-hmm. then I had um, just sort of this almost initiation. Like there was a an increase in my awareness of energy and my awareness of everything around me mm-hmm. increased. And I don't know. I think everyone should try it. Try 24 hours of silence. Try a week of silence. Try a month. Ooh, I would love Ooh. that. But yeah, I do have children in a podcast, so that would be... I would do sign language, and then you would <laughs> read it for me. Um, but yeah, it's it's if you haven't done that as a witch, I recommend it highly. Set a time for yourself, and take a little vow of silence, and go for it. And you're going to be amazed, and you're going to journal a lot. You know, like mm-hmm. you're going to be amazed at at the experiences that you have from it. I was mm-hmm. anyway. Um, yeah, and you just pick up on a lot of nuances of the way people speak and, you know, how many unnecessary words we use to get a point across. Right. And how much we miscommunicate mm-hmm. with each other. A lot. When we're all talking at the same time, mm-hmm. you know. So going back to what you were talking about, active listening mm-hmm. to increase awareness. How often have you been in conversation and somebody says something, whatever it is, and then suddenly your brain turns on and you start thinking about what you're going to be saying as soon as they stop talking. You're no longer listening to what they said. They could have gone off and contradicted themselves. They could have said what I just said, 
actually turned out to be wrong and it was this, but you're not listening because in your head, you're starting to formulate what you're going to respond. That's what I think of when I think of active listening to increase awareness. Shutting off that little voice in your head not only shuts off the negative speak to yourself, but it also stops you from speaking to yourself when you should be listening to other people. Because yeah, and communication judgments. Yeah. And formulating judgments, absolutely. Um because you're really I'm trying to think of how to how to phrase this. Um you're not really gonna understand what another person is really communicating with you. You might think that you know until you really focus in on that other person. And you know the best way that I have found to get control of your mind. Share it. Share it. It's a little don't thing. <laughs> I don't I don't think that we've mentioned it yet on this podcast. Oh it's something called meditation. Ooh, what's that? <laughs> it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Um, you know, there are different types of meditation, but the find that the type that I find works best for stilling my mind is to sit down and be silent. Inside and outside. Inside and out. That's tough. That's tough. It is. And um, we actually practiced that in our first year training. And the idea is to still your mind. And sometimes I get a lot of people that that have trouble doing this. And they're like, oh, I can't. I can't turn off the inside voice. I can't. And it's like, well, listen to yourself. Listen to what you're <laughs> saying to yourself right now. Yes, you can. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does take some work because you're used to talking to yourself all day long inside your head. So take it in tiny steps, like try for five seconds not to think about something or have an inner monologue. And when you're good at five seconds, do 10 seconds and Mm -hmm. do a minute and just start in little small chunks until you can do it for 20 minutes or an hour, which is a really big, long time to do it, but Mm -hmm. it can be done. Um, So take little baby steps and don't tell yourself you can't do it. Especially if you're a witch, like why? Why would you do that? Don't do it. Um, that's my big problem with my my daughter. She has um, anxiety, and she always feels like she's going to fail at everything she does. And she's super smart and talented, y'all. And that's not just because she's my daughter, but it might be also because she's my daughter. You know what I mean? Um, but she has this fear of failure, and I promise you, I have not raised her this way. Right. So it's something that's part of human nature. Um, to just sort of be down on ourselves Mm -hmm. and it boggles my mind the things that she comes up with about how she's going, how elaborately she's going to fail Wow! and to the point where she won't even try. And she really, really thought about it. Well, yeah, she, I mean, she has anxiety, so that's part Mm -hmm. of it. But, um, but yes, but it takes a long time to sort of turn that thought train around and get her to attempt it. Mm -hmm. And then when she does, she's like, Oh, well, I made that harder than it was supposed to be. Uh-huh. And then she's like, okay. Um, you know, but she she does it again the next time. But we're getting there. It's a yeah. lot better than it used to be. So well, does she know or well, does she realize does she know? Does she realize that failures and I've had to learn this too, failures are actually a great opportunity to learn. Because we usually remember what we screwed up. Oh yeah. I mean <laughs> And how not to do it again. I tell her that. You know? Um, but again, she has anxiety, so right. that's that's sort of um that's sort of a different, you know, dealing with mental illness and disorders like mm-hmm. that. It's 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 different. It's more difficult for her to accept that. Like she can't she's not in a logical mindset where she can right. get past that. Right. Um so yeah, she she knows, but in those times, she doesn't know. Yeah. So, you know, that's, we should do a whole episode on just dealing with mental illness, with witchcraft and different, you know, cool. of trauma and things idea. like that. I'm going to add that to this on the list now. Okay. Um, but yeah, so active listening, it's important. Like, listen, just listen to everyone around you, even when you're not in conversation. Listen mm. to things around you. Listen to the earth. Listen to the animals. Like, mm-hmm. listen, just Let's talk about death and rebirth. So when you are doing work to release, silence is is a wonderful thing to add to that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we have a lot of 
attachments and feelings that we need things that we don't necessarily need and things like that. And we tell ourselves these things and it makes it difficult to break those connections. And gosh, especially with people, especially with people that are abusive in your life or, or just, just not right for to be in your life. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? They're just, their energy isn't, doesn't jive. Um, when we, release them but we continue to think about them and we continue to talk about them and we continue to talk to them or we you know keep lines of communication open then we're not going to release that connection right. and and I have a lot of people that come to me and want to release um they they are still upset about a breakup that happened many many years ago mm-hmm. or there's an um, abusive ex-partner or, you know, an abusive parent or a childhood situation of trauma that they're still holding on to, um, because they haven't been able to release it or they Mm -hmm. still have that person's number in their phone or they still have some item of that person in their possession or whatever. And it's kind of, I don't know, it may be part of the nature of abuse even because I've been through that and you sort of just want to hold on to a piece of it right you know what I mean mm-hmm. it's kind of fucked up but you do or you, you want to remember the good times regardless of what they've done yeah or you just want yeah. that person to change and be not what they are right and and you can say okay well don't call me anymore you're out of my life but mm-hmm. you still have their phone number or become what case. you originally thought they were. Right, exactly. Or who they portrayed themselves to be. Correct. Yeah, I've dealt with that here recently. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's difficult. And part of that process is to release those connections. Mm-hmm. Get rid of whatever you have of them. Don't hang on to it. Get rid of their phone number. Like, disconnect. And block their ass. Yeah, well, block their ass <laughs> and their entire person as well. Um, But... You know, you just, you have to release. You You have to let go. You can't keep lines of communication open for, for people that are abusive in your life. And even if they're not abusive, they're not right for you. Mm -hmm. They don't work with you. You know what I mean? So you have to let those things go. And that goes for, like I've got on my list, preconceived notions, things that you think about yourself and things like that. So you have to let that stuff go. Mm -hmm. So... If you, I don't know, if you have a pair of fat jeans, maybe, maybe don't call them that anymore or just throw them away and stop telling yourself, you know, that. I mean, Mm -hmm. if you think that's a bad thing. I personally don't, uh, you know, I like curvy people, but that's me. So, you know what I'm, but you know what I'm saying there, right? right? We label things and, and in a discordant way, in a, in a way that doesn't, that's not in alignment with the life that we want to manifest. Does that make Mm -hmm. sense? It does. I feel like I'm rambling now. No, you're good. I actually had a friend um, this week, actually. She went through a really, really bad breakup several years back. Um, He was emotionally abusive. Mm. And they have just recently connected, reconnected. Oh, don't reconnect. Yeah. Well, they've even gone to the extent of possibly even dating again because he's quote unquote changed. Yeah, he's probably changed for the first five, ten minutes. And that's just metaphorically speaking. Um, I mean, he used to make her pay for everything. And now, you know, that they're back, you know, trying trying things, seeing if there's anything still there and blah, blah. He's paying for everything. And she's just like, it's just so great. He's changed. <laughs> you are so blind. No one changes. I mean, they can, they can change themselves, mm-hmm. but when you're dealing with a narcissistic mm. abuser, mm-hmm. no, they're not changing, sweetheart. They've just changed their shirt. I mean, that's the extent of it. Well, and that's, so. I, I, I might be a little naive. I like to, I like to think that people can grow, you mm-hmm. know? Um, but I do think that if you, like, you're going to have to, there's going to be some, obvious proof that you have spent this much time working on yourself and you've, you know, cause I, I hope that I have grown. I hope that I'm not the same girl I was 20 years ago. Right. Um, you know, but at the same time for her, it doesn't really, it may not matter what he does now Mm -hmm. because everything's going to be compared to what he was and right. it's going to be better because it's better and right. not this person is right for me. Right. You know, exactly my point. So, when when yeah. you meet people 
regardless of how you feel about them. When you meet someone who is not for you, they are not for you. And I don't care how sweet and caring they seem, if they're an abuser, especially an emotional abuser, yes, they can change. Mm, but, but certain people are, it's so ingrained in them. And after watching what she went through, it's very difficult for me to put any support whatsoever behind this. So right. I understand, and I'm sorry I'm bringing this up, no, y'all. No, no. But it really just hit a nerve with me because I, I absolutely adore this woman. And yeah. I'm watching her go through this yet again. Go down the and same just, path. Yeah. yeah. And nothing I say, just like it your sweet. It won't make little, any difference. It yeah. won't make any difference. So I'm just Get like, her to okay. write things down. Because I, I was in a, a, a relationship like that. And yeah. that was the only thing that made me see mm-hmm. clearly what's going on is right. I would write stuff down on my calendar. Mm-hmm. The days we fought, the, what we fought about. Because it was stupid shit, you know. It yeah. would be like over something tiny. Right. Um, Write it down. Because... Then you're going to see the patterns, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Um, hopefully she has grown enough that she will accept this behavior from him and she will not accept any other behavior. Anything behind, yeah, from the past. Well, my, uh, my goal, my hope and my, what's the word I'm wanting to use? I don't know. But be impeccable when you find it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, my hope for them is that he has changed and things do work out well for them. I really do because everyone deserves to be happy, but I ain't on board with it. Y'all, I'm sorry. I just, you know, it's, I watched it from afar last time and I was there on the other end of the phone with the, you know, into yeah. the whole, it's harder for just, friends. Oh very, man. Very hard. It's harder yeah. for friends to watch yeah. that. It's like going back to you saying, you know, you can't, you have people who are just not self-aware and you're trying to tell them, <laughs> trying to tell them and it just you can't. you can't so so the best thing for you to do will be I'm to gonna keep have silence. to release it and keep silent and, and let it go and that way you'll be there for her right if she needs you right exactly and she won't remove you from her life you know? <laughs> oh right so yep. yeah I hate that um there's also an element of of silence when you're talking about um your personal work and your magical work and your spiritual work and your mm-hmm. growth and all of those things. Um, and that is giving yourself time for the transformations that you're undergoing to take an effect. Mm-hmm. You know, um, when you've had a big spiritual initiation, sometimes it needs some stillness and some silence and some, you know, time to grow and to, take hold and things like that. And, and, you know, there's been many times that I've had a, you know, pretty enormous initiatory type experience magically. And you feel it right then, of course, Mm -hmm. but what you don't realize is that that's the beginning and you need to give yourself a period of rest, a period of maybe not, this is my thing is constant study and what's the next class and what's the next book and what's the next thing Mm -hmm. that's that's my issue oh i see Aoife's like trying to hide from (laughs) the microphone um but you have to give yourself some peace and some quiet and some rest and some stillness to let those things grow and let those transformations take hold and you will be very glad that you did Um, so I always recommend like after we do classes for 12 months and Mm -hmm. then take a break, let, let all of the information you just assimilated, you know, percolate a little bit. Right. Let it sink in. Let it, let it simmer. Marinate in it it for a little bit. That's right. I like all this food talk now. I'm hungry. (laughs) Um, you can tell we have not eaten. Um, but yeah. So Aoife, you were making some pretty exaggerated faces there when I was talking about being overly studious is that a thing i don't know i mean like i might be a virgo (laughs) and virgo (laughs) might be ruled by mercury i'm a sagittarius so i get that we are in business incredibly cerebral people we are also yin energy so it's all internal i wish you could see her hand motions (laughs) we thrive (laughs) off of analysis we love learning we love analyzing we love and i don't mean you know analyzing like 
Yes, you do. I do. You love all of it. Don't you lie? I'm such a nerd. (laughs) But you know what? During that time of stillness, you you could analyze yourself. I could. Mm Mm-hmm. I could do that by journaling. You could do some self analysis. Mm-hmm. I could meditate and journal, but mm. yeah, yeah, I'm going through <laughs> that right now because you know I just I just had a big, I just had a big thing happen and it was congratulations. Glorious. Thank you, congratulations. Thank you. But you've got a few months before your next class starts. A, yeah, I've got a few months before my next one starts, and <laughs> and tell me what you're doing in the meantime. I bet I can guess all the things. Mm. Reading all the books. And Reading message. all the books. Like, Are I you literally another wrote... another class on top of that? Yes. I wrote in my planner, <laughs> class is done, time to cram in everything else. I literally wrote that. Maybe go back and write, time to rest and transform. Maybe I'll take a Sharpie on top of it and write, psych. Psych. <laughs> Not... <laughs> I'm aging myself with that one. Psych. Breathe. You're aging. You're aging all of us. Yeah, but no, but we do that and we run ourselves ragged and we end up having some spiritual burnout, you know? Yes. And then sometimes you don't rebound well from that. Um, so yeah, give yourself time for for those transformations to to really sink in and to grow, you know? Um, yep. I think about it like you're planting a seed, you know. What do you do when you're planting a seed? You put it down into the earth and you cover it. And it doesn't pop up right away like a beanstalk. It, you water it. You nurture it. You let it rest in the earth, in the stillness, in the silence. And let it do what it does. Let it make its little roots and its little sprouts before you start giving it, before it even has any sunshine or starts photosynthesizing or whatever seeds do, you know, plants. Um they have that time, that rest time, that time of being in the in the soil. Humans, we do that. We we grow in the womb and we have this time of growth and stillness. And yeah, I don't know if it's silence because they can hear in there, but more silent than they're not talking. So you know what I'm saying. I sound like a moron. <laughs> you don't sound a like beautiful, a moron. A beautiful moron. <laughs> Um, but yes, so, and then there's another aspect that I want to talk about in regards to silence, and that is keeping silent or being encouraged to stay silent when there is an abusive situation. And that is the time that it is not okay to be silent. Mm -hmm. And don't use, particularly within paganism, the idea of things being oath-bound, if it's abusive, fuck that oath-bound mm-hmm. shit. If it's abusive or dangerous or violent or illegal, I mean, it, that's Break not a time to keep that silent. oath. Yes. Do it. Go do your tirade. Me? Yeah, oh yeah, you almost oh, okay. Right, you? Oh, okay. Here we go. <laughs> Hold on. Eva's going to get on her soapbox right now. Okay, so yeah, what we're talking about today is silence specifically as it applies to the practice of magic and witchcraft. Cool. And within the witchcraft community, we know that there have been some fucking scuzz bags, okay? Victims scuzz of bags. abuse, scuzz bags. Victims of abuse and oppression have been forced to remain silent for far too long for fear of retaliation and victim blaming fuck that so from whether the dangers of domestic abuse the stigma of mental illness or sexual predators within the pagan community reaching out and asking for help can be scary but please find a way this toxic culture that harbors predators and abusers has to change and we have to use our voices so please speak up if you are in need of help If you are in danger of harm from someone else or yourself, please do not remain silent. Speak. Seek help. I have asked our producer to post some 800 numbers on our social media presence. Uh, We have so far the domestic violence hotline. We have the national sexual assault hotline. We have the national suicide prevention hotline. We're going to be posting those 800 numbers online, but reach out, reach out to your friends, reach out to your family. And if you reach out and that person isn't able to listen to you, reach out to someone else. Keep talking 
until you get the help that you deserve. Don't Absolutely. remain silent. There's a time to remain silent. And that's when Abusing we're casting it. spells. That's when we're, we're trying to manifest our desires. That's what, when we're trying to manifest the life that we want. Nobody wants the life of abuse. Nobody wants the life of assault. You're not manifesting that. Speak out. Right. And there's no tradition of witchcraft where that is okay. If you're new to the craft and you are being led to believe that abusive behaviors, toxic behaviors, any of those sorts of things, emotional abuse, people putting you down, um, sexual abuse, any of those things, those are not that's not a part of witchcraft. That is not okay. That is someone who is using the fact that, yes, we are mostly sort of outsiders and we are mostly secretive and we do have, you know, an air of secrecy about our ways and there are things that are oath bound, but that's not it Mm-mm. ever. And it's not okay. And speak up, speak up. That's not okay in any situation anywhere nope. but there is a misconception when cuz people don't really understand witchcraft and what it's about mm-hmm. and if they're just coming into the path it is very easy to be caught up in abuse mm-hmm. because and taken advantage of yeah right so do speak out you know use those numbers i have you know use them it's there's no shame in speaking up and reaching no shame. out and it's hard as fuck because that little voice in your head is like no nobody's going to believe you mm-hmm. you know what fuck it call us we'll believe you right. i believe i already believe mm-hmm. you but yep. it's it, yeah that is definitely not a time to keep silent so. and i don't care if it's a high priest a high priestess mm-hmm. i don't care if it's an elder in the community fuck that it's not okay. no one has a right to do things to you or with you without your consent. Don't Period. worry about okay. retaliation from the community. Fuck them. Yeah, agreed. And and there, it, it, you know, and that's an element of it that there usually is. People are going to sort of divide up and take sides, and that's the way that happens. Mm-hmm. But no, 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 it's not okay. Don't keep silent in that situation. Nope. Never. Um. All right. So I think we're getting to the getting getting to the end of that section. Is there anything you ladies would like to add about keeping silent? The 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 fourth pyramid, the fourth corner of the pyramid. Oh, there was just one thing. I know. <laughs> yes, I ma'am. No, it's because I'm a Virgo. <laughs> um, I just wanted to give a little shout out because we've been talking about the book that this was first published in um, Transcendental yeah. Magic. Oh, you found it. I did find it. Here's the deal. Okay, so back in 1910, Transcendental Magic, which was originally written in French because Eliphas Levy was French, it was translated into English in 1910 by Arthur Waite, the same Arthur Waite of the writer Waite Smith tarot deck. He translated it into English, calling it Transcendental Magic. Recently, there has been another translation. It is on bookshelves. I saw it at Barnes & Noble just today. It's called The Doctrine and Ritual of High Magic. In this translation. It's a new translation. You can find it at Barnes & Noble. You can find it on Amazon. You can find it. There's even like an audio book of it. I'm serious. I have it. Oh, wow. I have it now. So, um, Of course you do. (laughs) Yes. But this one is, um, I haven't actually started reading or listening to uh, the new translation. The other one, because it was written at the beginning of the 20th century, it was kind of hard to read. Um, This one's a little bit easier to follow. Um, so if you're interested in finding this source material, you have the original English translation and you have the new translation. And I do not have the authors of the new translation, um, in front of me, but it's, it's pretty easy to find. So the doctrine and ritual of high magic is the new translation. Um, awesome. I can't wait till you read that and tell me about it because I'm, I, if you don't, if you're not familiar with ceremonial magic, um, it can be kind of a like reading Greek um, mm-hmm. or Hebrew to be specific. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I'm, I'm anxious to hear um, how accessible you feel like it'll be for anybody new or if that's we'll sort discuss. of a down the road. 
We'll discuss that in the future. That's good. Maybe next episode because it's the last one about this. So get to work, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Luna. Do you want to have? Do you want to talk to us about the moon? Sure, moon. sure, sure. Right, go for uh, it. The next full moon is March twentieth, and it is in Libra. Yay. The March full moon is particularly special because it reaches its peak on the same day as the spring equinox, which is March 20th, 2019. The last time the full moon and the spring equinox coincided this closely, which is only four hours apart, was in March of 2000. But the last time they occurred on the same date was on March 20th, 1981. Talk about a blast from the past. That sounds like it was so long right. ago and it yet... wasn't. the sun moves into aries on the 20th and mercury goes direct on march 28th thank the gods yes i'm so tired of pisces (laughs) um and i'm just gonna try to manifest that i'm really learning a lot from pisces and i'm doing a lot of deep soul reflection (sighs) but I'm tired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm ready for some Aries energy. I'm ready to, for spring. I'm ready for Astara. Right. I'm ready for things to wake up and get moving because as much as I do like the dark half of the year and right. the rest and Well, speaking of which, we just had the time change, and so we lost time an change. hour of sleep, and I think Gosh. that has a lot to do with why we're all just kind of crawling around this week. I was doing that before the time <laughs> change, but I am definitely ready for the go get them half of yeah, the year. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's where my personality's at. Um, so let's talk about, we have we still have some, some myths to dispel. Mm-hmm. Um, so this time, we're going to talk about um, witches. Versus Wicca. What's the difference? What's the difference? Um, so there's a concept out there that all witches practice Wicca. And I I am a witch and I do not practice Wicca. Um, and then there's the idea that all Wiccans practice witchcraft. So let's break these down a little bit. Um, so Wicca is a particular tradition. It's a, a religion. I don't know if Wiccans like to, to use the word religion or not. But I think it's a practice it's that. as well, yeah. It's that. Well, see, I would think that witchcraft is a practice, mm-hmm. whereas Wicca is not necessarily. It's more of a, um, I mean, you can be Wiccan and not practice witchcraft. Right. You can believe in the gods and whatever mm-hmm. and not actually have a practice of witchcraft. That's true. Because to me, it's more like a religion. Mm-hmm. And then witches can be Wiccan mm-hmm. or they can be not Wiccan. I don't follow a Wiccan path. It's very similar. Yeah. But I don't consider myself Wiccan, Mm -hmm. but I am a witch and I practice witchcraft and I talk to the gods and I, you know, commune with nature and all of those things that Wiccans also do, Mm -hmm. but I'm not Wiccan. (laughs) Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that would, that would be more like if you're in a, you know, if you're in a British traditional Wicca, if you're a Gardnerian, I feel like you're Wiccan. If you're Alexandrian, I feel like you're Wiccan. Um, If you identify as Wiccan, guess what? You're Wiccan. If you do not, that doesn't mean that you're not a witch or that you're not pagan or you're not whatever you are. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Right. So there's some misconception because I get that a lot. Um, People will see my necklace and they're like, are you Wiccan? And I'm like, no. Hmm. But for the sake of argument, okay, and it's kind of irritating. Um, or you know, maybe you maybe you have the option to select Wicca as your religion, um, but you don't have any other option that's pagan mm-hmm. or even like remotely Lutheran or Episcopalian. They're all kind of right. There'll be like a long list of right? Christian denominations, <laughs> and then Judaism, Islam, all, yeah. Hindu. I'll have very very small nuances of difference. Usually in the ceremonial area. Well, yeah. So. But, and and then, well, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot. I feel like if you follow the Wiccan read and that is your, that is your basis, you're right. like, that's your mm-hmm. guide. It fits you. Mm-hmm. Then, then perhaps you're Wiccan. I don't know. Cause I sort of like all of the tenants of the Wiccan read. I'm like, those are great ideas. Sure. Yes. Um, <laughs> but I don't. That's not the guiding thing in my... It's difficult. Okay, I get it. It's difficult to explain. Um, So I'm just going to say it like this. No, um, not all witches are wicked. There are Christian witches. There There are... are, I mean, being a witch is the practice of witchcraft. Right. Okay, so if you're practicing magic and you're practicing witchcraft, 
you're a witch, but that doesn't necessarily make you Wiccan. Mm-hmm. Um, and just on the other side as well, if you're a Wiccan and you, these are your beliefs and this is your philosophy and that's what, that's fine, but you're not actually practicing witchcraft, then and you're not a witch, but you're a Wiccan. Right. And you can be both. You can be you can. a Wiccan witch, but they are not synonymous. Does that make sense? Yes. They, they don't mean the same thing. Oh, I um, so what do you, what do y'all, what are your thoughts on that, Aoife? I are actually, you, you I Wiccan? started out as Wiccan. Um, mm-hmm. My first uh, steps into the pagan beliefs was with mm-hmm. an eclectic Wiccan coven in Louisiana. And so I, I'm now starting to see the difference, the divide between that Wiccan practice and just straight witchcraft and there is a divide and wicca wicca is a a religion it is recognized by the united states of america as a religion it is yes, protected. As a protected religion yes so i can say with certainty that wicca is a religion and um you know just like within the christian community there are different denominations there are different wiccan traditions just like there are different witchcraft traditions uh trads mm-hmm. as we call them um so they're all going to have their own little spice, their own little flavor and stuff like that. But it is definitely different than witchcraft. Yes. Um, there is a lot of overlap. On. Like you were saying, there's a lot yeah. of overlap, but um, it's not exactly the same. Yeah, there's a lot of similarities. I remember, I, I, I think, you know, back in the 90s when all you could really find was like Scott Cunningham and, you know, some Buckland and... What else? Silver Raven Wolf. Those yeah. sorts of titles. All, all you're looking at, you know, the, the reading material that was available was Wicca. Yeah. And so I think that's, it's the, it's the gateway. <laughs> um, but I never, I, even then I didn't identify as Wiccan. I, I was like, I'm pagan, uh, you know, at best. That I didn't have a, an identity or a tradition until I became temple tradition yeah so so yeah there is a distinction um but being not a wiccan it's it's a little bit difficult for me to i know what i'm not but i i can't necessarily tell you what the difference is from the other perspective does that make sense yep and and let me just say that within the past five-ish years or so i've noticed kind of this trend of when people talk about Wicca and Wiccans, it's become this eye roll thing of ha ha. They kind of look down Wiccan. on it, they, right? Yes, it's become kind of a joke. Like we make fun of Wiccans, and I want to just say, and I don't understand guys, that. Stop that! Stop yeah. that! Wiccans are lovely people. They have every right to their beliefs and their practices, and their beliefs and practices are just as valid. Just because they're Absolutely. not yours doesn't mean that they're deserving of ridicule. You know, let's give them respect. Let's give them love. We're all. We're all a big family here on, you know, on this side of the divide, of the spiritual divide, yeah. you know. It doesn't, it doesn't do anything no. to you. It doesn't affect your craft at no. all. So even though for I someone don't. someone else to believe something else. Exactly. So even though I don't identify as Wiccan anymore, mm-hmm. um, I'm still very positive on Wicca. It's still a wonderful path and I grew so much from it. I just, I've deviated because that's where my path has taken me and mm-hmm. I'm growing uh, more where I am now than where I was. So, because that wasn't your path. It wasn't my path. It was at the time, but not anymore. So, yeah. but I'm still very positive on it. I'm I'm not looking down on them. I'm not, you know, okay. saying anything derog- derogatory. Love them. There's no need, yeah. and um, and it's um a very accessible. I think perhaps just because there's more literature out there um and people it's something that people have heard of people still have mm-hmm. such a stigma about the word witchcraft but if you're wicca you're kind of looked at in a different light mm-hmm. um so i do think it's more accessible and and a lot of people find that an easier transition if you're especially if you're coming from um you know a tradition or a or a birth religion that looks down on or yeah. or paints witchcraft as evil or anything like that yeah. so i definitely think right. that it's absolutely valid of course i'm glad you said that though because yes yes, i forget that people do that and you know let's not let's not forget the fact that because wicca is now it's um acknowledged it's um Mm -hmm. recognized that's the word i'm looking for it's a recognized religion by the united states government that means that wiccans have done the footwork 
mm-hmm. right. for giving us a public front, for taking down some of the mystique and stigma. And I don't mean mm-hmm. like the mysticism. I mean the the secrecy that kept others from being able to point the finger at us and say bad evil. Mm-hmm. You right. can't prove me wrong because you're not telling me what you're doing. You know, they're kind of tearing that down and saying, no, look, this is what we're doing. We're going to be up front right. with you. This is what we're doing. We're not like murdering goats or whatever, eating babies mm-hmm. or whatever. No. Um, so they've done a lot of the footwork for us to make us valid, to make us legit it's in true. society. So props to them. Yeah, agreed. Absolutely. And I will say on the flip side of what we were saying that people sort of look down um, occasionally on Wiccans as, I don't know, I hear the term fluffy bunnies and it makes me want to throat punch people (laughs) because who are you to judge someone else's path and where they're at? Um, But on the flip side, when uh, people Mm -hmm. are like, oh, you don't practice black magic. And it's like, well, I mean, what color is your magic? Right. You know, like, what do you mean? So Mm -hmm. yeah, there's also um, a little bit of sneering from, from the other side about Mm -hmm. us because we're the evil ones, you know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. it's, you know, stop all that crap guys. Stop it. Stop it. it. Be sweet to each other. Y'all be sweet. Like fluffy bunnies. Oh my God. (laughs) punch yeah so i think we're done here i think we've done all the damage we can do for tonight i think so and um yeah i don't have anything else to say so if you want to get in touch with us please call our number we want to hear your voices leave us a message at 769-230-0305 you can find our instagram account at crossroads and cauldrons podcast And search for Crossroads and Cauldrons podcast on your favorite podcast provider to subscribe and get our latest episodes as soon as they drop. Thanks for listening, everybody, and blessed be. Bye, y'all. Bye.